Welcome to the podcast, Stop Crying Poser, greatest podcast known to man as voted by Abby Zwerner, Diane Toscano, Jeffrey Brait, Kevin Benazan, and uh, every first grade teacher across the world. Also, shout out to everyone who chose to tune in live right now. Infamy, Day Day, Hell Yeah, OG Mickey, Kurt Smooth, Toronto Toad, Sharky Genie, Curlsy, OG Mickey, Paul Miranda, Day Day, Sharky Genie, Love My Toad, Paul Miranda, Dietrich, OG Mickey, Old Two Sack. I appreciate you guys being here. We do this podcast every single Friday right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. The current time is 3.44, which means we're only 14 minutes late. But we're not actually late because I've been streaming for 47 minutes. I've just been going through my notes, trying to come up with um, somewhat entertaining topics to talk with you guys about. Halloween was a few days ago. We were just going through the news articles of how many local children were shot and killed on Halloween. But more important than that, there's a viral video going around of, um, maybe you guys have seen this, there's a there's a bowl of candy sitting outside of the house. Let's say maybe you're taking your kids trick-or-treating. You don't have time to be at the house. You don't have maps where you live. You don't have time to to have or maybe like a big enough family to have people hand out candy so while you're trick-or-treating you put a bowl and the right thing to do is to take one and continue moving i take one candy you know what they even give you the option to choose which candy you want i'm going for the twix or the reese's the reese's cup always i'll save the the ones that have nuts in them for all those other nerds although i did just find out um Later in life that some people give out toothbrushes, that's a great way to get your fucking window broken. If I go through my entire house and I like and I don't have any enemies and I'm a kid and then one house gives me toothbrushes, now I now I have an enemy. So you've created an enemy when you could have created someone to be on your team. You could have given out Reese's pieces and then when the shit hits the fan and the feds start invading neighborhoods, Going door to door, breaking in people's doors, trying to take their guns and and take hostages for all the non-Republicans. Now you're not going to have anyone to fucking go and hide in the fucking secret basement. <laughs> I'm kidding, but you're not going to have anyone to you're 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 burning a bridge that you could have built. Okay, the toothbrush is the ultimate burn of a bridge, and the only thing worse than that is stealing candy. Can you imagine someone being so nice to you to go to the store and spend? Jesus, what what what's candy going for these days? Well, we're in like a, the Great Depression. What's candy going for these days? I've seen the price of eggs. I can't imagine. Back in my day, a candy bar cost about 75 cents. <laughs> Nowadays, a candy bar, you have to get a second mortgage on your house. You have to go donate blood plasma. You have to fingerprint, give your social fucking security number, and then pay $13 in cash. And if you pay with a credit card, it's $18 for one candy bar. And you have neighbors who are willing to give that to you for free and you still you still steal. So here's the video. There's a bowl. Let me explain this in a way that in a way that you guys can understand every detail that pisses me off the most. So it's three uh middle-aged women and two like let's say 5-year-olds. I don't know why that there needs to be three people to take two kids trick-or-treating. I don't know why that is until we think about the motivation behind these uh, these horrible, horrible members of society 
So they get up there. Not a single person's wearing an outfit. No one's dressed up. Okay, the three moms are, are, I mean, maybe they're wearing fat suits, but I don't think they are. I think they're just naturally fat, probably from all the other candy they've been stealing throughout their life. So these three people, they go up there. They uh, they take the entire bucket of candy, dump it into their you know their backpacks and shit. Leave nothing. They leave nothing behind. And uh, and there's the kids are wearing like there's a little Spider Man kid, but the parents are not wearing anything. Not they're not even participating in Halloween. Also, why are you even walking up to the? You're not even fucking wearing an outfit. Why are you even walking up to the door? Stay there by the the curb. Do your job, you know, but scout, like scout out the area, keep the kids safe. Your job on Halloween is kid safety, not to fucking shove a bunch of candy in your fat ass mouth. So they stole all the candy. All three of them stole every bit of candy. And then the part two of the story, which this is the only part of the story that maybe not only does it restore faith, but it also makes me maybe believe that the story's fake is after these three horrible women stole all the children's candy because they hate all other people except themselves. Uh, some One of the neighbors came and dumped his extra candy into the bowl, refilling the bowl, making uh, making making life uh, like Earth a livable habitation again without there being so many piece of shit humans out there. But the idea that this is all caught on camera, at that point, someone steals all the candy and then the next person refills it. You see, you see where I'm going with this? It seems like too nice to be true. I have a lot of doubts at that point. And I, I live like this. I'll tell you why I live like this. It's because of Jimmy Kimmel. A few years ago, right when twerking became a very popular thing. Let me know if some of you guys remember this story. Twerking was like the biggest thing online. Everyone's twerking. This is probably before TikTok ever came out. And there was a video of this woman uh, twerking on her door, and then she falls down onto a table that had um, candles on the table, and then the table catches on fire, and then her, and then she catches on fire, and then like the the carpet's on fire, and everyone's on fucking fire now because of twerking, and then the video ends, and it got spread across the internet like wildfire. Everyone was sharing this video. You fall down, you catch on fire. And it spreads and spreads and spreads. Two weeks later, Jimmy Kimmel interviews the woman. He goes, so you were twerking, you got caught on fire. And she's like, yeah, the video's blowing up. You know, I don't know, it's twerking, caught fire, super embarrassing, whatever. And then he goes, well, what happened after? Like, you're, you're on fire and the video ends. And then she goes, oh, well, I have the full video. And then the full video, Jimmy Kimmel kicks in the door with a fucking fire extinguisher, puts out the fire, and then they reveal that she's been a stunt woman this whole time and it was all this one big ploy to i guess to I guess explain how easy it is to make a viral video and how people will share these videos and have all these opinions without knowing any of the backstory everyone was bamboozled myself included by this story and ever since that moment i've been skeptical of everything i see online and not just pranks not just fails anything especially right now in our political climate every time i see a fucking building explode in, uh, in Israel, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Did, did it explode? Is it in Israel? Was it this year? Was it? W- w- could That could have been a movie set. That could have been in a completely other country. People, I've realized that people share things. And I don't know if the goal is misinformation or more likely, to me more likely, the goal is 
simply simply to just get more clicks. And if the more outlandish things you can do, the more clicks you're going to get. In fact, I don't know if you guys know this. I have a theory about uh, Aaron Cairo put out a video many years ago, six or seven years ago, where he spelled he spelled a word wrong. You know, it was like uh, tips to lambed a kickflip. Like, let's say he spelled land wrong, L-A-M-D. These tips to lambed a kickflip. And, uh, you know, thousands of comments are saying, hey, you spelled land wrong. You spelled land wrong. You spelled land wrong. You spelled land wrong. I don't remember if the word was land, but let's say a basic four-letter word was spelled wrong. Or even maybe a shorter word. There are thousands of comments. You spelled that wrong. 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 I know Cairo and his team. (laughs) I know they read those fucking comments. And it takes less than three seconds to go hit edit, go to the title, erase the misspelled word, and then re- and then hit, like, send, you know, hit publish, and then it updates, and now the word is fixed. That is a situation where I f- strongly believe that he was baiting, baiting uh, audience interaction by spelling a word wrong, and it was a great fucking, it was a great bait, you know, like fishing style. It was a great bait for interaction because the internet, especially kids online, especially in relation to, uh, to skateboarding, they want to correct you. They want to correct everything you do. They want to correct everything. Today, I put out a video. You guys are going to love this. I put out a video where I showed these new boots that I have, these upside-down boots, where I'm hanging upside down, decompressing my spine. And I'm saying, I have back pain. I'm decompressing my spine. Suddenly, suddenly in my YouTube comments, I, I didn't know this before. You know, let's say usually I get 100 comments or uh, maybe let's say 50 or so. I didn't realize that 99% of my viewers were chiropractors and, and physiologists. I, I Honestly, I should have known that 99% of my viewers were all like board certified physiologists, physiologists, but I must have, that must have slipped my mind because every single fucking person in the comments is telling me what's wrong with my back. And no one mentioned the actual chronic injury that I sustained 10 years ago while powerlifting. Oh no, no, no. They're smarter than me. They know how I injured my back more than I know. They all know exactly why, when, how my back was injured, and how to fix it. They know everything. And 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 it's weird. It's weird that I was wrong because I was under the impression that I was deadlifting 400 pounds and I felt like a strong crack in my back. And then after my CT scan, I had bulging discs and arthritis. That's what I thought. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> what an idiot that I paid my health insurance to go to a doctor to tell me my diagnosis when all I had to do was go buy some shit on Amazon and have thousands of people online tell me what I'm doing wrong. I could have saved so much money on insurance. And that doctor, had he just been a YouTube viewer instead of going to college for eight years, he would have been better at doing his job. What an idiot. (laughs) Like, bro, it's the worst. (laughs) So, So in that perspective, Cairo did something very, very smart. And again, to circle back, that is the reason why whenever I watch these videos, I suddenly think like everything's fake. Everything must be fake. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, Speaking of hanging upside down, I've been doing it. I think I've had that item so far for for five days. I've been upside down for five days. Uh, I skipped one day. I don't know if it's helping. And I'm, I'm strongly like... 
tossing the idea around that maybe it's hurting me because my back is hurting right now. It's been hurting for a few days. I'm going to give it another, I'm going to give it a whole month. I'm going to hang every five days if I can for a month. And I'm going to try and hang longer and, you know, breathe out more. I can feel the stretch. And I already decompress the regular way. I decompress when I grab my chair like this. I can breathe out and I can relax all the muscles on my lower back. And I can sometimes hear it going, <coughs> cracking a little bit. And then I'll hang like this. And I'll wiggle my feet a little bit and breathe out. And I, I can relax all my muscles in there. And I can feel it decompress. Upside down is the same thing. Uh, it, just, it just feels a little bit different. And uh, I also have a, little, I have a little dumbbell right next to where I'm hanging upside down. So I can grab my little 11-pound dumbbell and I can hang. That's a little extra stretch that I otherwise wouldn't be able to do uh, if I was hanging from my hands. Which I guess I could. I could throw it between my legs. But uh, I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it some time, see if it helps. Uh, I looked on Reddit, and it seems like uh, it seems like most people have found uh, improvement. And the reason I got these boots is, A, because I'm still young, right? If I, if I wasn't able to do, like, a sit-up, I probably I, – I see I'm still young. I'm not, but I'm young enough to do this at least. If I'm still strong enough to do a sit-up, then why not save some money? I got these boots on Amazon. They're called uh, Anti-Gravity Boots. Sometimes they're called decompression boots, and uh, sometimes they're even called, what, moon boots. But they have a hook where the shoelaces would be, like a metal hook. So I strap these things to my ankles. I fucking do a little monkey move. I hang upside down. You know, I count to 100, and then I fucking pull up, and I get off. Do that once or twice. Um, you could get an inversion table, which is the same idea. It's exactly the same idea, except I guess with an inversion table, you can uh, you can pick a specific angle just in case you don't want to be too inverted. Maybe you're uncomfortable with how it, how it feels, or maybe um, maybe you want a little bit of angle because being too inverted causes pain for your back. Some people get those, but guess what? They're more expensive, right? They're they take up way more room. You guys haven't been to my house. Well, some of you have been to my house, but my house. It, there are areas of my house where it looks like a hoarder lives there. Just there's just shit everywhere. So one thing I don't need. One thing I absolutely do not need is things to take up more space. So I got these moon boots. Um, they're working pretty well so far, and I'll keep you guys updated, uh, maybe via the podcast or at least via the YouTube videos. I put out a video today uh, showing off the moon boots. Also, you can find them on Amazon, and you'll know which ones are mine because I did a video review. So if you go through the reviews and you see me hanging upside down explaining, you know, like explaining how these work, and uh, also explaining, like, it comes with a strap, so in case you can't do a full sit-up, you can, like, climb your way out of it. I demonstrated how you would climb out of being upside down, which um, I hope you guys I – don't, I don't always say that I'm the most, like, wise person, right? I don't always make the best decisions. I'm not the best at, like, at, like thinking ahead. But before I hung upside down, I got on Google, and I typed in – how long can you be upside down before you die? <laughs> Turns out it's, it's you know, 10, 20 hours, I guess. I, um, I'm only going to be upside down for two or three minutes a day. But I was, I was afraid. And the very first hang and the second hang, because I, I put them on backwards to see if that would be easier. It wasn't. I put them on backwards. I don't, and, and I also had my cell phone like next to me. I don't want to be that guy that has to scream for their neighbors like, help, I'm upside down. What do you mean you're upside down? Look over the wall. I can't escape. I'm I'm tied to this I'm tied to this uh pole with these moon boots and I'm upside down. Help, jump the fence and and pick me up. Help me. 
Or they'll just find me dead three days later with fucking ants and mosquitoes ripping my flesh apart. And maybe a cat. And by that time, my dog will be fucking starving. And finally, I'll get found. And then, God forbid, somebody puts a video or a picture of me on a world star. And the whole world says, look at this upside down dumbass. So, um, so that... <laughs> So we don't have to worry about that. We're safe. I have like the safety. I have the safety net, uh, the, the safety strap to pull myself up. And I'm going to I'm gonna probably do something else to make that a little bit safer as well. Because who knows? What if I had a knee problem? What if I'm upside down and I have a chronic knee problem that I didn't know about or I twist the wrong way and then I can't do it or, or a stomach problem? Or I don't know. Who knows? what? Maybe it starts raining. <laughs> I'm thinking of it. Maybe it's struck by lightning. <laughs> I don't know. Straight bullet falls from the sky, strikes me right in my groin. I can no longer do a fucking pull up, so now I'm hanging upside down. Um. Anyways, yeah, I try to, I try to think like, like expect the best, prepare for the worst. Do they say that type of shit? Um. Speaking of expecting the best, the other day, I think it was on Monday. Monday, I did mushrooms on stream. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> um. Who knows what type of mushrooms they were? Maybe, maybe they were magical. Maybe they weren't. I don't know. But I will tell you this. I was trying to read my chat room, the same the same chat room that we have right here, the same style. I was trying to read these these words. And whenever someone wrote too many words, I would be like, okay, like reading to it, and I'd get to the middle of the paragraph, and then all the letters would start going, ooh, ooh, jumping out at me, trying to piss me off and distract me. And then the word like the letters are all like going different directions. I'm like, I can't fucking read this word. Well, if these letters would fucking stop moving. I would be able to read your sentence, and it, at some point in the middle of the stream, I had to abandon. I had to abandon all hope of reading a long message. Anything more than, like, ten words, I was out. I couldn't get through it. And, it, of course, that always happens during like a really serious conversation. You know, someone's trying to explain, I don't know, some deep some deep thing that happened to them in their life, and, and they want, like, perspective. Like, what should I do about this? And I'm just like, ah, the words are moving weird. Just ruining, ruining any shot at giving logical advice. But it was a good time. And my stomach was really hurting. And I, I always say this, or, or I, I use this metaphor a lot, is that there's like no free lunch in life. There's always some type of balance. And the balance was that right before, right before all those fucking mushrooms started popping out, I had the worst stomach ache ever. My body was like, hey, dude, we're going to punish you, but we're going to punish you before we make you laugh. And then the next day, I was super bummed out, too, because, of course, you know, I, I walk outside. Everything goes wrong on that day. Stepping dog shit. I get fucking attacked by mosquitoes. I had some uh, ghost pepper Campbell's soup for breakfast. Imagine assuming that Campbell's soup would never make anything deathly spicy. And it wasn't deathly spicy, but it was far more impressive than I thought it would be. So I ate that giant stomachache, back pain, can't skate. I got the internet telling me what to fucking do. It was just all around bad day. And that was, uh, I think that was after the mushrooms. So once again, any day where you have too much fun, any time that a day is going really good and you're happy and you're excited and the sun is shining and it's a nice, great weather outside and your dog's licking you and says, hi, how you doing? Just be prepared for the next day. Every, every fucking thing in your life is going to fall apart. So um, so that happened. Uh, mushrooms on stream was, was pretty fun. Uh, I, I always complain to you guys about like why my YouTube channel gets no views. And I always say it's because I'm shadow banned and because of shooting guns and because I've used some words and, you know, like, I don't know. They, they, maybe, they don't, maybe they don't think I'm safe for advertisers because some of the jokes are a little bit risque. They're a little, I, I walk the line of what's allowed and what's not allowed sometimes on YouTube. I have all these theories, but I came up with a new one recently. 
It's because my name on there is Ninja Lifestyle. And if you type anything, anything related to Ninja on YouTube, you're going to get that fucking blue-haired video game guy. And recently I was looking for a video that I made. It, who knows? I don't remember what it's called. Let's, let's just say, for example, it's called Ninja Learns to Varial Flip. I don't remember what it was called. So I type in Ninja Learns to Varial Flip. I get fucking uh, Ninja Plays Fortnite. I type Ninja Lifestyle Learns How to Varial Flip. I get Ninja uh, Plays Fortnite uh, Variable Weapon. And then I type, okay, uh, what? Like Ninja Lifestyle Channel uh, Ninja Review. Ninja Lifestyle Ninja Review Learning Varial Flip. And then it, and then it becomes like... Pro professional video gamer uh, does a review of Varial. And you're just like, dude, his videos are above mine 10, 10 to 1. And I think that might be a little bit of a setback. Maybe, although maybe I'm just coping. Maybe I'm coping with the fact that maybe I'm just not funny anymore. But we can't, like, come on, guys. There's no there's no way I'm not funny anymore. You, you guys are watching this podcast. You made it this far. We're 21 minutes in, and I imagine that at least one of you has laughed once. Right? God damn it. And if not, there's even more incentive to watch this podcast because we are giving away free, free Ninja Lifestyle stickers to anyone who can answer this trivia question correctly. Are you ready? First, want to type it in. Gets these sent directly to your house as long as you live in America. The question is, what do you call a valley cut out by flash flooding? I also have a second definition, and it is a ravine formed by the action of water. I found this question because here's where I went. First, I said space trivia, but then I thought to myself, we always do space trivia. I think the answer answer to last week's uh, trivia was which planet in our solar system is not named after a, a god, and it was Earth. So we're, we're looking for now. So I was like, okay, we could do a, a sea, a question about the sea. And then our other question was like, okay, or like the ocean. What's the biggest like sea turtle? And then you guys figure that out. You, you find out the biggest sea turtle. You find out, you know, you found out whatever earth is not a fucking Greek God. So uh, I'll give you guys the question again. Uh, the definition is uh, a valley cut out by flash flooding. Not just any valley, the vague term for this valley. For example... The Capitol Reef in Utah is a great example of numerous blanks. What is our second definition? A ravine formed by the action of water. Water makes them, or deep channels in land. Okay, we got corrosion, we got arroyo, we got creek, ditch, aqueef, ford. Don't forget, you guys can, yes, can type in the question. Cheating is allowed. Okay, I know we just did this whole thing about how stealing Halloween candy is wrong. I promise you, cheating at some internet fucking game where where all you do is is win a sticker pack, cheating is allowed. I'll give you guys some time to maybe uh, to maybe try and figure out the answer. And if you guys don't get it, whatever. I will just continue with my topics. So the the gamer ninja ruined my fucking YouTube channel. That's great. Has anyone seen the Las Vegas Golden Knights have won 10 of their last 11? Gulch, Rut, My Pussy, Man-Made Dyke, Ravine, Ocean, Gorge, Queef, Corrosion, Creek. You guys are all wrong. A ravine formed by the action of water. A ravine formed by the action of water. You know what? In fact, what I'll do is I will type it in. I will type in those words, and I will see if we get 
any answers. Oh, typing in that actually does not work. Oh, we got one. Sharky Ginny says gully. Finally, someone was smart enough to simply type in my exact words. Gully was the answer I was looking for. Sharky Ginny, I will be sending your stickers. Uh, I owe you stickers anyway. I owe you stickers anyway because I'm going to send you this little uh, keychain. So Sharky Ginny gets to pick a winner from the chat. Again, remember, this is the only podcast online giving away free Ninja Lifestyle stickers every single podcast. No one else does that because they hate you. Here on twitch.tv slash Ninja Lifestyle, it's your, your family, right? You're like, it's like Olive Garden, your family. You want extra breadsticks? Here, take some stickers. Bread stickers. Bread stickers. Um, all you have to do is cheat. All you have to do is cheat. How can I reach these kids? So Golden Knights have won 10 of their last 11, but not without a, a human sacrifice. If you guys have are even like general hockey fans, I'm sure your Twitter and your Facebook and your Reddits and all of your social media, your Instagrams have been absolutely flooded. Flooded with a video of a, of a murder on the ice. So I guess there was a guy on the ice. He didn't like another guy. He ran up to him, drop kicked him right in the neck with a razor sharp ice skate, slashing this guy's neck. All, every artery he ever had in his neck is now on the ice. He bleeds out fucking on the ice. They claim that he got to the hospital, but if you guys have seen the, the actual video, if you guys have seen the video, there's no way. That guy died within five minutes for sure. And uh, I don't recommend the video, but if you type anything about it, it's going to be impossible to avoid. And um, the uh, the initial way that it was reported was like, oh, a freak accident, a freak accident. Then you watch the video, and these people, I'm not saying I'm a hockey expert, but I will say I've been kicked in the face before. And the way that I was kicked in the face Luck again, luckily there was not a knife attached to the person's shoes, otherwise I wouldn't be here doing this podcast, which neither is that guy who was on the ice. But if you watch the video, it is an absolute fucking mortal combat side kick chop right to the throat. This guy's lucky half of his head didn't fucking fall off like uh like that parrot in dumb and dumber. And I know we're making jokes about it. It is a very sad story. But it looks completely intentional, in my opinion. Who knows? You know, I'm not. I wasn't there on the ice, but all of these, uh, all of these articles are making it seem like it was an accident, and I'm wondering what what the motivation is there. Usually, when I see something online that just seems completely wrong, I go straight towards like political bias. I don't know what the political bias would be for a guy slashing another guy's throat on the ice, or maybe, maybe they simply want to not make the game look dangerous to uh, to keep sponsors coming in or to keep sponsors getting getting paid. You know, paying the the highest price. You know, less less things are going to happen. But uh, I don't know. The video, if you guys care to watch, if you like gruesome videos, um, now, that I, now that I'm saying this out loud, like, oh, like recommending you guys watch a video of some poor kid's fucking dad dying. Never mind. You know, maybe we've gone too far. But if the video's out there, the internet's there, the internet's a fucked up place. I didn't create it. You know, I don't I don't regulate it. But... I'm just saying it's uh it's it's a really crazy thing to happen and uh I I I think since it is like national news right now or international news cuz it happened in the UK since it is such a big deal in the sports circles I definitely think that guy should be charged with something and I think he should probably never be allowed on the ice again and I think what would be important is we should look at his track record we should see has he done something like this before how close has he come before and I don't mean being a rough player I don't mean being the fucking typical hockey goon who fights all the time I don't mean that has he ever kicked anyone before? Has he ever done something super like egregiously unsportsmanlike before? If the answer is yes and yes, 
then number one, never play the sport again. Number two, criminal charges. That's my opinion. I would love to hear your guys' thoughts. Um, Toad says, if they used chain mail, none of this would have happened. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't forward this message to ten of your friends, one of your relatives will be chopped his head off during a hockey game. And you're like, ha, yeah, right, dude. And then it happens. Anyways. So uh, so that's been going on. I have an article today that I'm only sharing because of one specific uh, line in the article. So I'll read the headline and then I'll just – I'll explain to you guys why why I think this is funny. Um, and maybe you guys will already know why I think it's funny. The title of the article is Virginia Teacher Shot by Six-Year-Old Can Proceed with $40 Million Lawsuit. So a, so a teacher was, I guess, in her classroom – Teaching, again, I didn't read any of this story. And a six-year-old shot her. <laughs> like, you're you're at school, you're teaching, you know, you're you're teaching these kids, like, shapes. You're teaching them, like, which letters of the alphabet are, are silent in certain words. You, you have some, some division thing on the wall that says, like, one plus one is two, one plus two is three, one plus four is four, one plus five is, and then it has a question mark. And those weird little, like, six-year-old things are scattered throughout the throughout the, the whole classroom and there's a little map and on the map it's it has you know it has a circle around the around virginia because that's where the classroom is and then over here you know we have a picture of of a of a, a bunch of lions in africa that says like dare to dream you know all these nice cool things and then there's a six-year-old with a gun that fucking shoots you in the middle of class i would say unexpected i would say an unexpected thing for a first grade teacher to uh to encounter but uh, you guys will read that the judge wrote, and I don't know how relevant this is. The judge writes, and I quote, The danger of being shot by a student is not one that is peculiar or unique to the job of a first grade teacher. Now, I don't want to put um, words in anyone's mouths, but I think it is peculiar and unique that a first grade teacher should be worried about getting shot by a six-year-old and I've, i i <laughs> i know that me and you the viewers the people here in the chat we don't always agree on everything but i feel like if there was ever a topic that we could maybe agree on it would be that it's unusual for a first grader to get shot <laughs> to shoot a teacher <laughs> then again you know, this is this is why the other countries hate us, right? Because shit like this happens. And every time I read an article like this, I get more and more bummed out. Because I love to sit here. I do it every week, day in and day out. I argue on Twitch and on YouTube about why Americans need guns, why everyone needs guns, uh, why why all the stats are like are are skewed, why you can't believe you can't ever believe uh, what you read because they change the the stats all around and the context is all fucked. And most of gun deaths are. Or, or suicides, but those are listed as like as as gun deaths, and people assume that that's murder. And I sit here all day, up and down, defending guns. And then I fucking wake up every single week, and I read a headline that says a six year old shot a teacher. And I go, God damn it, dude! Why why do I even bother? Because because like no matter what I say, more and more of these dumbass articles are gonna happen. And you know what? I'll I'll concede a little bit to you guys. The six year old's fucking parents should go to fucking jail. People should take care of their guns a little bit more. Uh, or or maybe they're just bad parents. They said, hey, kid, you never know what's going to happen. Hey, if Miss Lopez says anything dumb to you, shoot her fucking ass. Okay, daddy. I'll see you.
you at the school. I have a peanut butter and jelly. Okay, I loaded it. I loaded it with 15. Any more and the gun's going to be too heavy for your backpack. Just make sure Miss Lopez says any dumb shit again. Okay, if she tries to tell you to spell llamas again and all your friends laugh at you, I want you to shoot that bitch right in her fucking chest. Okay? Okay, daddy. I'll kill her. I, I, unless that's the, the situation. <laughs> then, then it should be a peculiar... It should be a peculiar story. Okay, so remind me in the next five years if another six-year-old kills a first grader. And, uh... And I guess we'll find out exactly how common this situation is. Can I talk to you guys about my investments? Can I talk to you guys about investments? Uh, I'm not I'm not a very, like, savvy guy when it comes to investments. But I had this, this dream. When, when COVID started, I felt like the stock market was going to go to shit. Right? Why, why did I think that? I don't know. Like, prices got all fucked. No one could do anything. No one could work. I felt like businesses were hurting. Right? My business was hurting. Cake Muscle was fucking halfway dead. Walmart was closed. You know, you had to stay six feet away. I'm like, oh, the, the stock market couldn't possibly get any worse than it is right now. Right around, like, the first year of COVID. So I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to donate. I'm going to donate. You know, you don't actually, you know what? Donate was the right word. I'm going to invest $100. Uh, again, just as, like, a fun thing. Like, fuck, I, I can stand to lose $100. Plus, like, everyone's talking about Bitcoin now. Like, oh, well, you know, Bitcoin blew up. What if this does, too? You know, it's a terrible time in, in, in life. Maybe maybe when COVID's over, I'll make some money. So I donated five, $5 in like 13 different stocks, um, in different amounts, and then I traded some around, and then I never touched it. $100. Today, that's worth $31. And uh, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means socially. I don't know what that means investment-wise. I know 13 of those stocks, 12 of them have lost money. Right, they all had multiples of five dollars at one point, and then some of them had more, some of them had less. But just generally, they were all multiples of five dollars. I know the math is not adding up. Just bear with me here. And um, yeah, only a sixty-nine percent loss. And the only stock that is now worth a little bit more than it used to be is AMD, which is like computer shit, I guess. Every single other stock is doing terribly. I should have invested in Pfizer, huh? But uh, what does that mean? Stock people, is is the world just worse than it used to be, right? We mentioned the price of eggs has gone up. Did you guys know? I have a really old, um, so on my fridge, I have magnets. How do they work? I don't know. I have magnets that have these uh, pizza places and coupons and shit, so I can go on the fridge. I grab my little magnet off. I look at it, and I say, oh, okay, I can get two large pizzas for $16 at the, at the local pizzeria. I can get chicken wings for this much money, and these... These little pamphlets, they existed before COVID. Okay, well, fuck me. I called the number. I was like, yeah, I've had this pamphlet for a while. It says I can get a, so I can get a, what? Uh, 18 wings for 20 bucks. The guy goes, what? Are you fucking stupid? He says, oh, we got another prank call. We got another prank call. He goes, no, 20 wings, that's going to be fucking $900. And I go, oh, so, so the, the coupon is, it, it's changed? And he's like, yeah, the world is a much worse place. Then when you got that, when you got that pamphlet, the world was a different place, young man. Now the price of chicken wings has skyrocketed. So uh, I ended up just going to the store and buying my own wings and air frying them. But um, yeah, the stocks, the stocks are doing bad. The price of chicken wings is doing bad, and uh, and I wasted, I wasted sixty nine dollars that I could have spent on literally anything else. So that's what was going on. 
Uh, those are all my topics for today. I did watch a couple of movies that I wanted to share with you guys. I watched Fern Gully yesterday. Uh, as far as it being like a logical movie, no, not not the most well thought out, like thought provoke, not a thought provoking movie. Fern Gully. It's an animated film about this guy that gets turns small, turns into like a, he hangs out with a bunch of fairies. The word fairy used to mean something different when this when this movie came out. So please don't get offended. To- totally different word than than what you guys may be thinking. And uh, it's all about, like, the rainforest getting chopped down and uh, how bad, like, oil is for the ecosystem and the smoke is bad for the ozone. Who fucking knows, man? And these fairies are out there trying to save the world. And um, it's it's not a great movie. But you know what is fantastic about this movie is the way they animated it. The, the, the big machines that cut down the trees look fucking scary and ominous. The characters all have, like, the, the flying fairies. Their movement when they fly looks cool. And there's... My favorite part, this big like ball of like muck. What is muck? I don't know. It's like he's a he's a cloud, but he's also liquid. It's a monster that just oozes around. And they animated this oozing monster. This big black cloud of of like slime. They animated it really well. So if you guys are looking for an animated film from uh fuck, who knows what year that came out. Uh you guys can uh get some check out Fern Gully, which is also funny because our trivia answer today was Gully. What are the odds of that? I don't know. That deserves a donation if I've ever seen something funny happen on stream where I needed to make an unrelated beg for money. Anyways. Um, I also watched uh, a movie called The Kill Team. The Kill Team was pretty interesting. It was about a guy who joins, uh, let's call it the army. I don't know, joins the military. He goes to Afghanistan or Iraq somewhere. And uh, his leader, sergeant maybe, his leader or his sergeant, starts uh killing like villagers and then pretending that they shot first so he's just going on a killing spree killing innocent civilians and pretending that he's killing terrorists and then uh the kid wants to tell he wants to he wants to tattletale because you know this is morally it's really wrong so the kid goes to tattletale and then his fucking squad maybe they found out that he told maybe they found out he's a tattler and so then they maybe set him up to die i don't know i don't want to spoil the movie but the best part as i always say about movies like that is at the end you're like holy shit and then it says based on a true story and you're like oh damn that's fucked so pretty interesting uh, if you like army movies and shooting and uh, military shit uh definitely check out the kill team uh, the only other movie I watched is called American Beauty. American Beauty, I guess, is a classic, classic movie about uh, some guy who just gets fed up with his shitty fucking life. And then uh, he goes, he quits his fucking job, he starts smoking weed, he starts working out, he starts having fun. And then there's like a side plot. One of his neighbors is selling weed and his wife is cheating and all this shit is happening and he just doesn't give a fuck about anything. It kind of like it's kind of like if Office Space wasn't funny, and there's more like death, murder, and and uh, again ominousness. My word of the day. Um, I may not be describing this movie great, but it's fantastically acted. Great dialogue, great acting, great filming, great everything, man. It's uh, the story. The story is very weird. It's a weird fucking story, but I can see why it's a classic because these really good movies they stand out so much. So much farther than than uh, an average movie, right? I always say one of my favorite movies to watch that uh, that I always get through is Shawshank Redemption. I'm also a big fan of if you want something lighter is Wolf of Wall Street. 
and uh, I just love the way those movies are filmed and and directed, and they they really really stand out from uh let's say a, a very praised movie that is actually a pile of shit would be like training day but to even dumb it down even more there are human beings out there that think like fast and the furious is a good movie so on that note if me and you are in any way similar on our on our movie takes i would recommend american beauty if you haven't seen it so that's all i have for today's podcast can i get a hell yeah from everybody in the chat type in oh hell yeah so i can shout out everyone who chose to tune in here live on twitch.tv slash ninja lifestyle we do this podcast every single friday right around 3 30 p.m pacific time if i didn't answer any of your questions it's because uh this podcast also comes out on podbean and youtube and spotify and all these other all these other uh platforms where they don't have video so when i just i can't just read the chat and respond to you guys because without video no one knows what the fuck is going on. Guy just chilling, Pete Toad, uh, Day Day, Guy just Sharky, Jenny, Efu, Chris loves forty, iBook Boy, Florida Joe, support the farts, love my toad, Day Day Toad, chilling, Pete. I appreciate all you guys for hanging out. No one donated any money today, which I'm a big fan of donating money to me. I shouldn't even say donating. We should call it tipping. You tip me, I make you laugh. You tip me, I I make your your thoughts being provoked. Nice language, you fucking robot. I make your thoughts being provoked. Come see me one night. I need sex from you. Um, if uh, if you guys feel like tipping a dollar like Toad just did, feel free to tip me a dollar. I love the money. I love getting money. I love earning money. It makes me feel like I'm doing this. Um, it makes me feel like I'm good at what I'm doing as far as being entertained. But if you don't have any money, because, you know, I've seen the price of chicken wings. A lot of you guys don't have money. You can tell a friend about the podcast. It is the easiest and cheapest way to support this podcast. Tell a friend about the podcast. Thank you to iBookBoy. I don't want to beg you guys to, to donate at the end of the show. But you know what? If I don't say it, right, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. The closed mouth doesn't get fed. I just want to remind you guys that, uh, that I'm open for tips. iBookBoy donated 200 bits. Toad donated 100 bits. And even if those... Even if those those dollars go towards gambling, at least they went to me first. <laughs> Great. Now, now everyone's done. No one's fucking donating anymore. Anyways, always appreciate you guys being here. Chillin' Pete with the 69 bits. The stream is not going to end, but the podcast will end. So if you missed any part of this, don't forget, the rerun, the repeat comes out on Podbean on iTunes, on YouTube, on Spotify, anywhere where podcasts can be found, as well as my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Ninja Lifestyle. You can also go to ninjalifestyle.com. It's uh, easier if you don't want to type the word YouTube. Other than that, uh, that's all I got. I hope you guys all have a wonderful weekend. And as I always say, don't drink too much, but please don't drink too little. And have a safe and happy weekend. We should put those people in jail who steal candy from children. I think the world's changing. Put them in jail.